The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Hey there. Welcome to 7th Heaven, a lesbian recap. I'm Lindsay, and I'm joined by my co-host and real-life partner, Carling. We're diving into the 90s hit drama for today's lens. Get ready for our off-the-cuff commentary and peeling back the layers of the Camden family. We'll tackle everything from family rules, life lessons, and 90s fashion. Join us every week for a lighthearted queer perspective and a trip down memory lane. Whether you're a diehard fan or new to the show, this recap is for you. You just said, what do I look like? Like the look on your face. You were like, the word of somebody being tortured. (laughs) Yeah, I guess. For the last 11 hours, I have been wearing this goddamn blood pressure monitor. And like, I can get my blood pressure taken. That's no problem. But what I didn't, so I have to wear it for 24 hours, allegedly. (laughs) I didn't realize that the take-home kit that they give you was that of fiery, skin-ripping pressure, and it, like, holds it longer. So it sounds like my arm's going to take off every 30 minutes. Yeah. And then it gets so tight, it feels like my skin is ripping. Yeah. And then it holds it for so long. It's going to do it every hour all night long. Yeah, every 30 minutes till 10 p.m. And then every hour. Yeah. I like, mean, so you've only got two more till 10. Like, I don't think I can do it. All night? All night long. <laughs> all night. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, that's okay. And, like, I don't care. Like, that's how over this I am. Yeah. Like, I can't do anything. Yeah, like, we didn't have anything to do today. I know, but, like, oh, I took the day off. I wanted to, like, vacuum and what are just do stuff. I know. Anyway, it's enough about me. For the greater good of your health. Yeah. <laughs> I also had the day off today. You did. Thank you so much for coming. We, like, made a day of it. Yeah, it was fun. Oh, I want to say, mm-hmm. at the top of this episode... But I wish it was in last week's episode, but that one's already out. <laughs> that, so September 20th across Canada, there was the stupidest thing I've ever heard, which is like, it was a one million march, march for a million. Yeah. <clears throat> one million moms or something. Mams. Mams. One million people for, anyway, what it was, was a group of uneducated, misinformed conservatives who don't want anything other than straight cis education in schools. Mm-hmm. And they're saying that by, so it's called SOGI one, two, three or something is like the, yeah. um, and what they want to do, what the government wants to do is have inclusive language and education in classrooms so that, you know, if a kid uses pronouns other than those assigned at birth, that's allowed. They're also going to be talking about, like, same-sex 
like sexual health yeah. and like trans health, trans health, like everything. And these one million people are mortified. appalled, mortified. Yeah. How dare we indoctrinate their children with to the gay be agenda. with the gay agenda to be <laughs> trans, to be queer? Yeah. And I just like I made a TikTok about it, and I just it's funny because I went to school for twelve years in Canada. And in the eighties and 90s. in the eighties and nineties, when it was only straight cis language, and I still turned out gay. Yeah, and they were literally trying to indoctrinate me into this like straight lifestyle. Lifestyle. Yeah, well, yeah. Like I don't understand what these people think they understand. <laughs> yeah, like mm. it's not. Yeah, like. We sit in health class and learn about penis and vagina. Yeah. And there's so and much like penetrative sex. Yeah. And there's so much more to the world and in the sexual world. Even to just, and even just health, identity, yes. social health, yeah. gender. I know. It's insane. And like, and I mean, nobody is going to sit in a classroom. No teacher is going to sit in the classroom and like explain why you should be gay. Like that's not what this is about. <laughs> but growing up, I was sat in a classroom and explained that when I met my husband right. and when I had sex with a boy mm-hmm. and when you had children, when I had children, but like none of those were something that I wanted, but I just bought into because they're that that was my only option i didn't know that there was something else yeah i just thought there was something wrong with me yeah and it's not safe for all of these children who sometimes they're not safe at home and school is their only safe place yeah and so it's just it's not great yeah and i just think like if you can look at you and me and our family and what we contribute to this world and say, I don't want my kid to turn out like that. Or I don't want my kid to know about that. What is wrong with you? Yeah. <clears throat> I know. So. I know. I wish all those people have to wear a 24-hour blood monitor. Blood pressure <laughs> monitor. But that's what I wish for them. Yeah, that's fair. And stub their toe. Mm-hmm. But so, so because of this. There was all these counter protests across Canada, which were amazing. In Ottawa, the which is our capital, the counter protest was so big that they encircled the protesters, the anti two S L G B T Q I A protesters, and they couldn't leave. Yeah, they couldn't like they, they had to get the police. Anywhere. Yeah, they <laughs> had to get the police to like help them leave. Yeah. their protest. Because yeah, and like, it made great. me so happy. I know. I wish we could have gone downtown yeah but, i didn't really hear too much about what happened in calgary no there was a big counter protest i i don't know like how yeah but i do know so because of all this in there's a little town called Pinoka, mm-hmm. which what a cute name Pinoka, alberta it's got about 7500 residents it's what do we say about halfway between calgary and edmonton like it's halfway between red deer and edmonton right it's three quarters of the way from here right and there is a small pride society. It's called the Pinoka Pride Society. And the president of that society owns a bakery in Pinoka called Sarah's Specialty Cakes. Mm-hmm. And her, so she's got a small pride flag in her window. And then once a month, she's been hosting like a pride coffee night. And so it invites members of the community allies queer people whatever for coffee just to connect and have community because it can be especially hard in a rural small town conservative area to find that safety and community and her got yeah and her landlord sent her like a formal complaint saying that she was not that she was going against her lease terms and she had to remove that pride flag and she was no longer allowed to host these meetings. Um, like, does it say in her lease, no pride flags? No gay no stuff. No gay stuff? It just says no homo. <laughs> <laughs> Get that. It was rainbows out of here. Yeah. And 
like so now so she got a lawyer to be like what like what do i do here and they said you either so the landlord said you either have to take this stuff down and stop hosting these people or you're getting evicted and you're going to owe us ten thousand dollars to end your lease early and so there's a gofundme so her friend um who's been posting about it um that's how i saw it and so i've shared it and i'm just like fired up about it yeah no you should be because that's atrocious yeah and whether this woman gets a lawyer they go through the lease she gets to stay she's now at risk yeah she's not safe she's not safe and so so there's a gofundme started i'm going to put a link in the buy in the show notes and i'll also post it on our social medias but she's not safe and so she really does want to just like end her break her lease and move out yeah. and find a safer space to have this like I'm trying to scratch my ear yeah. and this cuff is like too tight on my arm I can't reach my ear. Do I scratch your ear for you? No, <laughs> thank you. So my ears itchy. Anyway, if you are in Pinoca, around Pinoca, can get to Pinoca, go to Sarah to Sarah's specialty cakes and buy a delicious cupcake on facebook she posts her flavors every day because i've been following her and they look very good and she also makes these cake sandwiches so it's just like two cake like pieces of cake with like buttercream in the middle that sounds delicious that's what i need yeah and she does specialty cakes and there's a gofundme for her so good i worry for her come to calgary sarah (laughs) do you need a place to stay yeah and come and open up your shop in South Calgary, near our home. <laughs> you may use our garage as a storefront and we will just eat cupcakes. Yeah. Ah, anyway, on to this episode. It is episode number 20. Oh, no, I'm not ready with my... My God. I know. Am I full of case? Goodbye, farewell. It's called Say Goodbye. Say Goodbye. Yeah. I was about to start singing... Good night, no. farewell, I'll be the same. Good night, no. Good so long, so long. Farewell. So long, farewell, I'll be the same. Good night. Yeah. So my mom listens to these episodes and then like text messages and roasts And as someone who loved the sound of music, we are about to get roasted. <laughs> oh, I am sixteen, going on seventeen. I know that I'm. See, Julie Andrews, bless. Did you know that she had like vocal surgery and the surgeon like made an oopsie and she can never sing again? Yeah, I know that guy got sued. Definitely. Yeah. Anyways, deep dive into that one day. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. May fifth. Oh. 1997. It was my mom's birthday. Oh, Barb, happy birthday! In 1997. Yeah, yeah. Should I tell the world how old? No, no, I don't want to hear about that. (laughs) Barb, for the record, I am not (laughs) in favor. Okay, Lucy's best friend moves away while Annie's best friend from high school returns and makes a pass at Matt. Oh boy, there's a lot to unpack. There's a lot to unpack here. You know what? I think my mom would have been the same age that like Annie and Eric are, and we are the same age as like. So would she she... get on a teenage boy? No. (laughs) Barb, if any of your friends ever hit on your son Dick, please write in and let us know. I do want to take this opportunity to say, see, this is the problem. It's nine o'clock. Yeah. But I had a little coffee. Uh oh. And so now I'm just like, and I'm fired up about this pride thing, and I'm fired up about this arm cuff thing. <laughs> Sarah's bake shop, like, we gotta save it. Yeah. Okay. So, we've got a merch store. Oh, yeah, we it's do. It's kind of, like, broad, because it's not just Seventh Heaven. It's not just, I did not sign up for this. It's a little bit of everything. Yeah. But we always say there's a lot to unpack here, and so I made a duffel bag, or, like, a shoulder bag. Shoulder bag. That says there's a lot. To here. <laughs> I love it. And I just really like it. I so I, I might order it and use it for work. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Okay. Um, okay. So we were nervous about this episode because we didn't know which one of Lucy's friends. Was it going to be Mila Kunis? Uh, Suzanne? Who was Jimmy it? Moon? Dwight? Dwight? We didn't know. We didn't know which one of her friends. Okay. So there's saying goodbye. What is it? Saying goodbye? Saying goodbye. So, saying goodbye. So Ruthie has like a say goodbye moment and Lucy has a say goodbye moment. But like nobody else really does. Matt to his innocence, but... Yeah. <laughs> Although... So, oh, I just, this was one of the first episodes where, like, the main part of the episode didn't really flow with the name of the show, I think. Yeah. Right. Know. Yeah. So, do you want to talk about, like, Ruthie's... Yeah, let's just get Ruthie out of the way. Ruthie, <laughs> we're just going to get out of the way real quick here. So, Ruthie has a best friend who's imaginary named Huey. How did you spell Huey? H-U-E-Y. Oh, like Huey, Dewey, and Louie. I spelled yeah. it like Huey. Like Hugh Grant. <laughs> <laughs> like H-U-E-Y. Yeah. So she's, the the show opens, she's sitting on the couch watching racist cartoons. Yep. We all know which one, like Bugs Bunny, those classic. Foghorn Leghorn. Yeah. age well. So she's watching her stories. Yep. Annie brings out some cookies and she says, oh, good, because Huey really loves these cookies. Yeah. And then Simon comes over, grabs the clicker, the remote, yeah. starts turning channels like a total, like, shut up, Simon. Like a, like a, like a little brother. Like an older, I mean, brother. older brother. Yeah. Like a brother. Yeah. <laughs> and he grabs a cookie and he sits down and he squishes Huey. Okay. You just glazed over moments right. before <laughs> you're right i just realized that possibly the most troubling part of the entire episode yeah so annie says how oh, does huey look different did he get a haircut he's imaginary guys he's there's nothing there it's yeah just... it's just a blank space mm-hmm. on the couch beside ruby and she says well he did just lose weight <laughs> Like, she's six. Yeah, I don't love that. And then when the cookies get brought out, she offers him a cookie. Like another cookie, it seems like. Yeah, and makes like a weight comment about her imaginary food. Yeah, she says, okay, you want another one? I guess it's okay because you did just lose weight. <laughs> like, was this episode sponsored by Weight Watchers? <laughs> yeah. Hal Johnson and Joanne McClellan. Oh, God. Body break. Oh, they're the best. Is that Canadian? Yeah. So, for those of you who are not Canadian, we had, it was a couple, they were married, Hal Johnson and Joanne McLeod, and they did these body breaks, and it was in the 90s, and I think they were supposed to, like, encourage you to get up off the couch and move around. Yeah, they wore, like, those, like, windbreaker tracksuits, mm-hmm. bright colors, and, like, it always started with them doing something like biking or rollerblading or skiing or, and they are all, they were always the most safe. Like, yeah. <laughs> when they were rollerblading, they had, like, the knee pads, the elbow pads, the wrist guards, the helmet, everything. And then they would have, like, some sort of, like, motivational, like, you should get up and get your butt Just off the couch. five minutes a day of brisk walking. Yeah. And then it always ended with body break. Yeah. Okay, so Ruthie is obsessed with Huey's weight. Feeding <laughs> a cookie. And then Simon kills Huey. Yeah, so Simon isn't paying attention and he's being a bratty brother and he grabs a remote. In the meantime, the phone has rang and Annie is distracted because it's her long lost best friend, Rachel Grew, on the phone, who we will talk about a lot. But she is on the phone with Rachel and she's. Rachel Grew? Yeah, G R E W E. Was it the same time that Friends Rachel Green? <laughs> I just wonder because she yeah, was kind maybe. of like a boy crazy. Yeah, it's a very similar um, character. character parallel. Mm. Okay, so she's distracted on the phone with her new, with her old, new old BFF. She cannot believe Rachel is back in town, yeah. like in their town. Same community. She rented an apartment walking, walking distance. Which we'll get into in a second. We're going to talk about boundaries, Rachel. Okay, I have a question. Is Huey a middle-aged man? Yes. <laughs> and why is he hanging out with the likes of Ruthie? So we looked for this episode, just to like wrap this up, that 
that root that Huey wait Simon sits on Huey and kills him. Yes. Did you say that? Yeah. Okay. And so we learned through this Ray episode. Screams. Yeah, you killed him. He's cut. He's never coming back. She's like, <gasps> like get the life. Yeah. Okay. So we learn Huey used to work at the airport, but he had to quit because he hurt his back. He does have a wife who's an astronaut and is traveling space, and. He is she described him short he's with short. long hair or straight hair with a bit of a curly cue on top yeah. though, mm-hmm. and I don't know. Yeah, like, so she decides she wants to have a going away party for him because he's never coming back. And Simon kind of spends this episode trying to find him, set traps trap. for him because he feels so bad. Yeah, he but feels like, bad that he killed him. So then he's like trying to bring Huey back. And and at one point, Eric is saying to Simon, like, this is the natural progression of a kid at Ruthie's age who has an imaginary character. And like, you know, she's testing the waters of what life will be like without him. Mm -hmm. Um, Anyways, they finally do have this going away party for him. And she asks Eric to do a speech because he really liked him the best. And Eric says, you know, Huey was a really good Christian. (laughs) And like he turns this goodbye speech to Huey into a sermon. Yeah, and he and the sermon that he now speaks of sort of talks about like friendship and best friends and being honest with your friends mm-hmm. because there's a bunch of like lying that goes on it we'll get into. But yeah. anyways, lo and behold, Huey comes back. Yeah. And, and Huey returns. Yeah, right at the very end. And everybody rolls their eyes and laughs. Yeah. And I kind of wanted to be like, are you kidding me? Also, the amount of balloons and the Bon Voyage um, banner and the, like, pop and ice cream. Like, this was, like, a kid's birthday party. The amount of things that they had. Yeah. Like, absolutely not. I feel like, no, Huey's not welcome here anymore. (laughs) We had a goodbye party. (laughs) Yeah. Huey, you've overstayed your welcome. Here we are. So that was really Ruthie and Simon summed up in the whole episode. Yeah. Moving on. Moving on. Okay. Rachel Grew. So she is played by Leanne Hunley, Mm -hmm. who is, was, still is on Days of Our Lives. God, that was such an emotional roller coaster. Yeah, sorry. She was, like, I looked up Days of Our Lives. It's on, like, episode 645 or something like that. I watched it for a season, probably. And so she played a character called Anna, or plays an a character called Anna Demir. And then there was another Anna something, like, she'd been married at one point. Hmm. And then it looked like she was also on Dynasty and a bunch of other stuff. But, yeah, she's currently still on Days of Our Lives. That's wild. I know. Yeah, so Annie is, like, over the moon that her BFF is back. They're going for drinks. They're going to see each other every day. Yeah. Immediately, she, like, hits on. She makes a pass at Eric. She's like, oh, I see why you've got five kids. Like, Like, gross. gross. Yeah. Yeah, and Annie's like, yeah, I've got five kids, and I'm married, and, you know, and I stay at home. It keeps me busy. And we find out that Rachel is on her second divorce. and feeling lost so that's what kind of what brought her back but she has no job no car and and she so she immediately tells mary and lucy to keep an eye out for someone for her to date like yeah they're they're 14 and 13 yeah they're probably 15 mary probably had a birthday we just didn't celebrate no because they reference her being 14 in this episode oh you're right which i thought was so interesting because lucy turned 13 yeah and so when, yeah, like she must just be about 15. Yeah. Cause Matt has already turned 17 because yeah. they reference him being 17 a bunch, but we glazed over his birthday. We don't even know when it was. Not important. Not important. So Annie, so Annie's going out for dinner and drinks with Rachel and she comes into the kitchen looking like a smoke show. Yeah. That hair. I know. She was like <laughs> done up. And Simon's like, wow, mom, you don't even look like a mom. <laughs> Shut up, Simon. Simon. <laughs> and so they go out and they're like, you know, she's like, oh, where's your car? And he's like, where's your car? And she's like, oh, I don't have a car. And so Eric reluctantly takes out his keys and he's like, oh, don't forget it's a school night. Yeah. 
And right away, Eric is like not a fan of this Rachel character. No. He doesn't no. like the vibe. No. And like, fair enough. It's a vibe. It's a vibe. Not great. Um, so they go out for drinks and okay. Oh, sorry. Matt and Mary end up arguing over who is gonna find Rachel a date. Yeah. And so it ends up being Matt because he sunk a basketball. They have like some Yeah, they're going to have a basketball game and whoever wins, whoever loses has to, has to find her a date. Yeah. And they're talking about setting her up with like Mary's basketball coach. Right. Mr. I don't know who. Age appropriate. Age appropriate. So they end up out for drinks and they end up in a conversation about like college. Annie took a hundred things at college or university. Business, fine art, English lit. Home economics is that a university course? It probably was, I maybe. Guess, yeah. In the 70s? Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Beep. Okay, let's carry on. I can do this. Okay. So they get back to the house. Yeah. And in the, okay, Rachel needs a ride home. And Matt and Suzanne is over. Um, Lucy's, Lucy's friend. friend. And so Matt's like, well, I'm going to drive Lucy home or Suzanne home. Yeah. And Rachel's like, oh, do you think you could drive me home? And everyone's like, yeah, great. Okay, bye. Sounds good. See ya. So they get to the front door of Rachel's house and they like, she can't find her keys. And then they drop and then they both bend down. And there's a moment. Like Rachel goes to kiss Matt. And Matt's like, whoa, 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 whoa. And so Matt says no to Rachel. But she says... Well, you know, I'm an older woman and how do you feel about this? And Matt, he like doesn't really, he says no, but he doesn't like, not a hard no. No, because he's 17. He's got a little soft boner. Yeah, he's got a for this dance old, chubby. <laughs> for this older lady hitting on him. Yeah. So Rachel picks up on this and she tells Matt that tomorrow they have a date. And they're going to go and see, see a band, band play at the coffee bar. Mm-hmm. So the next morning, oh, the next, okay, so previous to this, Rachel needs to borrow the car. Yeah, and he's like, hey, Eric, Rachel needs to borrow the car tomorrow, so she's going to come pick you, she's going to drive you to church and then take the car. And Eric's like, okay. 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 <laughs> and so she's in their home in the morning at their breakfast Having table. Breakfast. And... and announces i'm taking matt to go see this band she's like oh matt did you tell your parents and they're like what and she's like there's a band playing tonight i used to date the keyboard player and i'm gonna take matt and right away annie and eric are like "Mm." and mary's like well i want to go and matt's like yeah you need to come like because matt is said like yeah we joke that he's like a womanizer and a flirt yeah but he's like a 17 year old and this woman's 40 so there's somebody who has like this like what do they call it? Like a, it's a power dynamic yeah. that isn't good. No. It's a negative. So he doesn't know what to do because like his mom's so excited and yeah. like he's got a soft chubby he doesn't know and <laughs> you know all this stuff. So he's like, yes, Mary, you can come and like cock block yeah. Rachel here. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. So they get. Oh, my notes are a little bit all over the place because I tried to make Mary notes, but then, okay. So they get to the, they get to the coffee house. It's smoky for it's some smoky. reason. Smoky, Yeah. People have it smoking. In yeah. It. It's 1997. That's yeah. Um, and lo and behold, the lead singer of the band is sick. 
Yeah. And Mary has always wanted to sing. Yeah. Matt's like, you know, Mary sings. And she's like, oh, really? Cue the keyboard player coming over and saying, hey, we don't have a singer. Yeah. And so they convince Mary, you got to do this. So she's 14. And he's like, what are you saying? She's like, I don't know, jazz, blues. Like, okay. So <laughs> she gets the fuck she gets up sings. and she sings a song that I am not familiar with. And then they start slow dancing. Yeah. Rachel and Matt. Rachel's like, what does a girl got to do to get asked to dance around here? And he's like, oh, I don't dance. And she's like, perfect. I'll show you. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> It's so gross. It's so, so gross. So they get up and they're dancing and she, it's like, they're like, she's like breathing into his hair. Like she like puts his hands on her waist. Yeah. She wraps her arms around his shoulders and is just like inhaling him. And we took a video, we'll post it, but it's so, the look on Matt's face, he's like wide eyed. Like, yeah, oh. he's never had these funny feelings before. Yeah. And also is a little nervous because he doesn't like it. Like, yeah. Like he knows it's wrong. It's uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah. And so Mary notices. Yeah. Mary notices. And when they get home that night, Mary calls him out and she's like, you were on a date. And he's like, no, no, it wasn't like that. And she's like, yes, you were. And who's sitting in the dark kitchen with a knife and an apple? <laughs> Eric. Eric. <laughs> and so he hears. And so he confronts Matt. And I don't know. It was a, it was not a great conversation like matt basically says dad are you telling me you never had feelings for an older woman and then eric says well i did have a crush on his mom mom's friends who was the lieutenant's wife or something yeah because his dad would be the colonel so his the the lieutenant's lieutenant's wife. wife and he's like yeah so like you understand and then eric's like i really think you need to tell your mom and he's like, really, Dad? Would you have told Grandma? <laughs> and he's like, you make a good point. Okay, but you got to turn her down and tell her this can't carry on. And then he says, Eric says to Matt, you got to tell your mom. And That's Eric, what Eric said. Eric's like, what What are you going to do about it? Matt's a child. Yes. Like, look what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> it's like he's been so parentified and so... But, like, at the end of the day, he's 17. There's a power dynamic. And the dad knows and needs to say something and stick up for his kid. Yeah. But he's like, what are you going to do about it? Yeah. And yeah. then Matt literally says, well, I, what if I am interested? Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, what did I write there? Oh, yeah, but what if I am? And then Eric says, well, we can figure out a way to send you to military school for a year. Oh. <laughs> what? I know this is, like, irrelevant because Matt is a child, but, like, what's the age of consent in California? Like, is this why Matt had to be 17 and not 16? Because it was, I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. We're going to have to look up, in 1997, what was the age of consent in California? Yeah, I'm, I don't want it right now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So then the next day, um, Suzanne comes, no. Um, Rachel comes by with her laundry and she's like, oh, is laundry service in? And Annie's like, well, my laundry's already on. And she's like, it's okay. I've got nowhere to be. I'll wait. I know I wrote, Rachel needs to borrow the car. Rachel needs to do laundry. Rachel's a freeloader. Yeah. Rachel (laughs) needs to go to jail. (laughs) And Annie's like, says something like, oh, I want to talk to you. About what ha- about what happened last night at the coffee bar? So Annie's referring to Mary singing on stage. Yes, they. The, it, mm, Eric and Annie disagreed that Mary, who's fourteen, should have been singing on stage at this coffee bar. And the reason they found out was because Mary says, um, "Oh my God, I just got a call from the keyboard player. Their their singer's sick another night, and they want me to sing tonight again." And Eric and Annie are like, are you kidding me? Like, you sang at this bar coffee house? Yeah. And so Annie's like, okay, I will talk to Rachel and tell her, you know, if you're going to hang out with my kids, yeah, don't let her sing in a band. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. So she's like, oh, I wanted to talk to you about what happened last night. 
And Rachel is like, I can explain, you know, I didn't want to make a big deal of it, but Matt made a pass at me and he has a crush on me. So she twists it and throws him under the bus. Yeah. And And Annie is pissed. Like, so pissed. And like, I'm like pissed at Matt. She's mad at Matt. Like, I just think that if I was in that situation, I would sit down with my child and be like, what is happening here? Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, this power dynamic is messing things up. Yeah. And, like, if if somebody's child hit on me, I would go to that parent and yes. say, this is the thing that happened. I, like, you need to address it. And, yeah. I, like, I am out of this situation. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, so she was like, oh, like, it wasn't a big deal, Annie. And she's like, okay, well, I'm like, yeah, yeah. pissed at Matt. And then she confronts Matt. Yeah. And she says, Matt, I'm so mad at you. And I wanted to wait for your dad to be home. But, you know, I'm we're talking, talking about this now. Yeah, we're talking about it now. And she says that Matt took advantage of Rachel because she's vulnerable. Yeah. And that Matt's too young. And like, what has happened to Matt? He just... He just takes it. But this happens all the time because when Mary stole that glass, Matt took the rap. When they had the house party, Matt tried to take the rap. When, like, he's just always, because he's so parentified, he just, like, he's, he's like the bulletproof vest for his siblings. (laughs) And he's like, you're right, okay. And, And then she's like, you need to talk to Rachel and tell her that this will not happen again and that you are sorry but in the meantime eric knows the real story yeah annie and eric also just haven't chatted about about it yeah um so then they end up matt ends up in lucy and mary's bedroom yeah because so matt goes and says hey mary you're allowed to sing tonight but do you know mom and dad are coming with you and she's like oh my god that's like social murder like yeah like i can't believe that's so embarrassing yeah um and then and then eric busts in the room and says so at that point he must have talked to no he hasn't talked to annie he knows though that he's talked to annie and knows that annie thinks that the story is the other way around yeah and so then he still says to eric like or sorry he still says to matt you gotta go talk to your mom and you got like like, Stay Eric immediately should have said, yeah, Annie, you've got this wrong. I don't know what you've been told, but this is the truth. Yes. <laughs> like, Instead, he's like, well, it's not nice. I guess I'll go to talk to Matt and get him to fat, uh, talk to his mom. Yeah. Like, he's being abused. Like, mentally abused. <laughs> and all being groomed. Yeah, he's being groomed. That's the word groomed I'm looking for. Groomed by a sexual perpetrator. Ironic, <laughs> 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 Eric. <laughs> um... <sighs> And so, but then Matt has this moment with, with, is it Mary? Where he says, this is just, you know, this is what, what guys happens. do. Yeah. Guys are, you know, of course, it's just what you expect from a guy. And she's like, that's reverse sexism. <laughs> you are the one getting hit on. And so Mary's kind of like, that's not right. Yeah. And he's like, no, this is just what happens with men. Yeah. It's <laughs> just a guy thing. It's a guy thing. Like, Matt. No one's going to believe me, so I'm just going to, like, take the, like, Matt. So he, so now, so we're kind of skipping ahead. It's Huey's going away party. Everyone goes downstairs. And then during um, Eric's sermon, he's talking about being truthful and all of this stuff. And so Rachel says, Annie, can I talk to you in the kitchen for a moment? And she confesses and says... I, I made it. Is this the video that I took? Yeah, it is the video you took. Okay, do we want to change the microphone or something? Because we we listened earlier and the no, I think it was an editing thing. Oh, okay. And it cut out, so I didn't know. Like, <gasps> it's been using the wrong microphone this whole time. Fuck. Should we stop and see what it sounds like? It's been yeah, shitty, right. Oh boy. <laughs> we just recorded the first 30 minutes of that using the wrong microphone. 
Yeah. We're like leaning in. We're talking to this thing. It's just dead. It might as well be a cucumber. <laughs> Paperweight. Yeah. Cucumber. I was just thinking of something <laughs> cylindrical. <Phallic>. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> I was just about to hit play on a scene with Annie when um, Rachel admits to Annie that it was her hitting on Matt, not the other way around. Yeah. And Annie lays into her. So good. Mama Bear is out. <laughs> I'm going to cue it up. Oh, man. Matt didn't make a pass at me. I sort of hit on him. And then I insisted that we go to the coffee house as well or date. I'm sorry. What exactly are you sorry about? Making a pass at my son or lying about it? I'm, I know it was stupid. It's just that I, well, after my divorce and everything, I started feeling really old and unattractive and Matt made me feel young again. If a guy 20 years older than Mary hit on her, we'd have him arrested. What were you thinking? I wasn't thinking. And Matt doesn't look 17. But he is 17. And you know it. Not to mention the fact that he's my son and you lied and made him look bad. I don't know what to say. My life is just so screwed up right now. I am sorry about your problems, but those problems are affecting my family and that is just not going to continue. Look, Annie, I really don't want to lose you again. Is there any way I can make this right? You can apologize to Matt, and then you can start accepting the fact that maybe if you straightened out your own life, the right man would come along instead of waiting for the right man to come along to straighten out your life. Hard as that is to hear. I know you're right. <laughs> like, also, Matt made me feel young again. Excuse He didn't do anything. I know. He was just a good kid. The idea of Matt made yeah. me feel young again. Gross. Which is gross. Ugh. So, they end up, like, having a one-on-one, -on -one, Matt and Rachel, okay. which is like, don't. Yeah, so Annie <laughs> leaves and says, Matt, Rachel wants to talk to you in the kitchen. And sends her underage son to his perpetrator. His groomer. His groomer alone, unsupervised. Like, I would have been there. <laughs> yes. Oh, it's the worst. Um, And then... <laughs> you choke on your water? Yeah, I did. I'm okay, though. So we end up back at the coffee bar where Mary is performing again. Yes. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Oh, gosh. She's singing respect. Yeah. And and Annie and Eric are sitting there watching her. And this man from behind them is like, whoa, who's the new singer? She's hot. And Annie and Eric turn around and they're like, that's our 14-year-old daughter. And the guy's like, whoa, she's 14? Like, I wouldn't let her out of the house. Like, like oh, no. there's just so many things wrong. And then Annie says something like, that is my 14-year-old daughter, and this is her father, and he's a minister. And then the guy says, well, if my daughter was 14, I wouldn't let her sing in a coffee house like this. Yeah. Like, what were you thinking? <laughs> okay, pervy. Like, get out of here. Yeah. Yeah. So... That's that. It wasn't great. Um, and <laughs> then Matt, when Rachel does apologize to Matt, he ends up comforting her. Yes. Saying, no, don't be so hard on yourself. <laughs> oh, it's okay. Like, and then they go, like, she goes to hug him and then they like shake hands. Yeah. Like, Matt, you need an adult. Yeah. You need an adult with you <laughs> and she needs to be in jail. Where's Chris Hansen on to catch a predator? Yeah. <laughs> oh, comes out boy. of the comes out from behind the pantry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hi there. Chris Hansen. Dateline. So Suzanne, so the, the really this episode, which is about goodbyes, the biggest part of this is that it is Suzanne who is Lucy's best friend and is moving. Yeah. But I thought like what kind of so Suzanne we find out her dad who just a few episodes ago was a deadbeat not paying child support yeah. he got 
Suzanne's mom, his ex-wife, a job at a huge car dealership. Because he's a car salesman. Yes. But it's in a town two hours away. Like, so did, was he he just trying to get out of his parental responsibilities? Is he trying to get rid of them? Like, (laughs) 100%. He's like, I got you a great job. But Suzanne's pumped about it, and she's telling Lucy... She doesn't know it's far away. Yeah, she doesn't know it's far away. And so Suzanne's pumped about it. She's like, we're going to have so much money. My mom can go back to college or And not have to work two jobs. Not have to work two jobs. We're going to do homework together. Yeah. And Lucy's like, oh my gosh, this is so great. So then they go down, and they tell Eric, and she's like, yeah, she got a job at, like, North Star Honda or something. And he's like, oh, in such and such a town? Yeah, like, you're going to be moving? And they're like, she's like, what? Moving? Yeah. So Eric, Eric just like is the one that spilled the beans. Yeah. Turns out Suzanne has to move and Lucy's devastated. And Lucy's, <laughs> Lucy starts easing off. She's like, cause she's been bringing lunches for Suzanne because we know there's a financial issue. Mm-hmm. And so um, Lucy's like, I don't need to bring a lunch for Suzanne, mom. I'm trying to slowly ease off so the goodbye hurts less. <laughs> like, who hurt you? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so Annie does say, like, don't do that. Like, yeah, enjoy this Enjoy time. the good times. And then it's two hours. I get that when you're 13, you can't drive. Yeah. But like, you know what? I got moved across the country. Whoa. We're going to hear about that from my mom. You bar texting us. I'm never going to live that down. <laughs> yeah. So we find out then that um, she's actually moving that day. Yeah. It's like, very quick. She's like, it turns out I'm moving today. I just came to get my stuff. Yeah. And Lucy's like, can you come to Huey's going away party? Like, can I see you one last time? And she's like, no, I have to see my dad. Like, because the dad is, is moving you away. away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then she ends up showing up at Huey's goodbye party. And she said, I told my dad that it was really important to see you. And he dropped me off. Of course he did. He wants you out of his life. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't even want to say goodbye to you. Yeah. So then they go to say goodbye. They're like about to have this big hug. And she's like, you know, your dad's goodbye speech to Huey really spoke to me. And... I just feel like I need to let you know that I confess. Kissed, I need to confess that I kissed Jimmy Moon, and both of us gasped. Yeah, we were like, "Oh <gasps> no. no!" But then she's like, "Yeah, I mean, it was only in kindergarten." Yeah, it was in kindergarten. Like- and so Lucy's like, "Oh, it's fine." But then after Suzanne leaves, she says Jimmy Moon's a dead man. Yeah. Yeah, because the rest of the family's standing there, and they're like, oh, how are you? She said, well, I'm sad, but Jimmy Moon's a dead man, like, storms past But, like, I know that you've kissed other people. I don't wish harm upon them. It was before my time. (laughs) Yeah. It was before our season. It was before our era. Yeah. (laughs) Taylor Swift. So, (laughs) I mean... Like... Lucy's going to be that, like, super jealous girl that never yeah. hates. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just looking up because you just put your phone away. Seven. You're much faster. Oh. Seventh Heaven. But you won't season... be able to get it on Apple because you're going to I was just going to read the IMBD, IMDB. That's the big long one. Okay, you, you read this one. <laughs> so... Episode 21 is a part one of two. Uh-huh. We only have two more episodes left of this season. We're going to be done season one. I know. Should we do this? Well, we'll think about it. Well, as we watch them, if we're going to do this as a part one and two. Well, we're kind of playing around with when time allows, we might release more than one a week. When time allows. When time allows. We will always do one a week, but if time allows. Yeah. But maybe that's, maybe that's, yeah, because it's a sure. part one and a part two. Okay. May 12th, 1997. Annie blows a fuse when her recently widowed father comes to town with his new girlfriend. Eee. Wait till she finds out that Mary's new boyfriend has a son. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I don't remember this. I do. Ugh. So, also, big announcement, we have had people asking us if we're going to get 
like a subscription service. A lot of people use Patreon. There's a, there's a new boy in town called Supercast. And it actually has a lot more flexibility, a lot more perks. You can get a free trial. Um, it's just like, it's, it's basically a subscription service geared towards podcasters. Yeah. And so we signed up for it. And if you want exclusive content, more things, more us, more Seventh Heaven, um, we just called it a lesbian recap because it's shorter and broader. Maybe we cover other things. Yeah. Maybe we'll recap other stuff. Yeah. But we're going to do like some deep dives into the characters. Into the actors. Into the actors. Into the show itself. What's his name? Was it Phil Collins? Phil Collins. Stephen Collins. Stephen Collins and his pervy yep. um, encounters. Yeah. And so check it out. Yeah, There's a link in the good. show notes. There will be a link in our Instagram and TikTok. And you can go to a lesbianrecap.supercast.com. <laughs> Don't just try to Google it. Yeah, because Lindsay <laughs> did and it wasn't easy. So it directly supports the work we, that we do, and we just are having so much fun, and we want to do more. Yeah, so this do is that. fun. It's all right. Just kidding. <laughs> I have like three more minutes before my cuff goes oh, off gosh, again. Oh, gosh, you better say goodbye. So I hope everyone has a better night than I'm about to. <laughs> oh, okay. Bye. bye. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey there. Welcome to 7th Heaven, a lesbian recap. I'm Lindsay, and I'm joined by my co-host and real-life partner, Carling. We're diving into the 90s hit drama through today's lens. Get ready for our off-the-cuff commentary and peeling back the layers of the Camden family. We'll tackle everything from family rules, life lessons, and 90s fashion. Join us every week for a light-hearted queer perspective and a trip down memory lane. Whether you're a die-hard fan or new to the show, this recap is for you. So find us anywhere you get your podcasts at 7th Heaven, a lesbian recap.